0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. All right, here we go. Good Saturday evening, wherever you're checking us out, on the BetQL Network. With producer Jake Nowaker out there in Philadelphia, and Brendan Tobin in Miami. I'm in, uh, you know, the home of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, oh, live is. from Kansas City. That's right. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Yeah, I'm actually still a little punch drunk the parade a couple of days ago, so... I'm gonna, Did you go? Me yeah, of course. Yeah, come on, dude. You know i I'm was. Asking, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, like, listen. I, I it, it, uh, it looked like a lot of people there. You've already been there, recently. I didn't know if it was something like, you know, you do once and then you're done with it.
0: Full disclosure, and I'm going to sound like a total spoiled jerk here. I will say the second parade can't hold a candle to the first one because it's kind of like. I DON'T KNOW, YOU'VE GOT TWO KIDS, LIKE THE FIRST, when YOU like you HAD YOUR DAUGHTER, AND I'M SURE EVERYTHING WAS GREAT, YOU GUYS WERE DOING ALL THAT FIRST KID STUFF, BY THE TIME THE BOY ROLLED AROUND, I MEAN, COME ON, AT THAT POINT, IT WAS THE past FIRE falls AND
1: FALLS ON THE floor. YOU PUT IT RIGHT BACK IN his MOUTH, RIGHT? UH, yes, yeah, SURE, I MEAN, KIND OF, IT'S STILL, I, I STILL FEEL, I, I DON'T KNOW, I FEEL LIKE A SUPER BOWL IN THIS TOWN, THE ROOF WOULD BLOW OFF, I DON'T THINK THE SECOND ONE COULD EVER BE AS CRAZY, BECAUSE IT'S BEEN, YOU KNOW, 50 YEARS SINCE THE LAST SUPER BOWL DOWN HERE, Uh, so I think that it, I don't think anything will be like that experience.
0: And let me sound spoiled again. And Jake, I'll get you in here because you're in Philly and, you know, I don't know if you know this, but your team lost the Super Bowl. Um, you guys didn't have a parade. I don't know if anybody told you that. Uh, (laughs) yeah, no, you're right. These, these parades are great. I think that a lot of cities when they win, don't really expect to have another one. Like the guys come on the microphone. They all say the same thing. We'll be back here next year in Kansas City when they say it. It's probably going to happen and that's not even me being cocky or anything that's if i had a free million bucks that would i that's what i would put my money on jake uh you're right you recovered you're all right
1: you're cool? i'm okay you guys know i want some money because i'm a horrible fan who needs my heart insurance but congratulations want great game i, I won money but uh I, I just i need to say i am very blessed and happy philadelphia won a super bowl in 2018 because if we did not I don't know what I would be doing with myself right now. I, I would be in absolute shambles. And, like, going back to the parade thing, I, you're 100% right, man. Like, that one parade I went to, that's all I need for the rest of my life. If they would have won this time, I'm not sure I would have gone. But if I did, wouldn't have been anything close to the first time around.
0: I thought about not going, but then I didn't want to be the guy that all the time everybody talked about for the next 15 years. Hey, man, remember that the parade when that happened? I'm like, then I just have to lie. So I figured I'd just go ahead and tell the truth, go to the parade, and then – dip out. Anyway, I don't know if there was a parade after last Saturday's fight, Islam versus Volkanovski, because I think they got the decision wrong. Let's talk about it. Islam ended up winning by unanimous decision. He came into the fight as a heavy favorite. I bet MGM it was right around minus 400. So Volkanovski came off as a huge underdog. I should say closer to minus 350 because Volk actually started off as a huge underdog and then went off, and I think it was plus 250, plus 260. So still a big dog, but not what it opened at. That being said, first, BT, do you think they got the decision right? Because I think they got the cards ultimately right with the 48-47s on most of them. I just – I think they got the wrong guy. I thought Volkanovski not only had the bigger moments, but ultimately – I thought it came down to two rounds to two rounds, and whoever won that fifth round to me was the winner, and we all know especially how that ended. And you can say optics shouldn't matter or crowd noise shouldn't matter, and I agree with both of those things. But, man, that crowd was popping off because at the very end of the fight, he was on top of him, talking about Volkanovsky on top of Islam, punching him in the face. So I'm I i just, I'm not saying it was a robbery. I'm just saying I think Volkanovsky won that fight. Let's say you? Yeah.
1: I don't disagree with a lot of your points. Um, I think they're all fair. I did have Islam winning 48-47, uh, but it's kind of like you said, he didn't have the moments. Like, And this is one of the things that drives you nuts when you watch this sport is because he has this amazing skill set in being able to take people down. Um, and that's a lot of the times when you know when we're doing these shows and we're breaking these things down. Why grapplers get such a edge on the odds is because of... Things like that. It's it's almost like you know being a team that's really good at running the football. You're just able to take away time of possession, and that's what it felt like in round four. Like amazing takedown by by uh, by Islam, but it, it kind of felt like he took that and just put that in his back pocket. Like okay, now I got the fight, and now it's uh, it's go time. And, and Volk really did everything that he could. He never really was in too much danger with Islam on his back or going for submissions. He really neutralized a lot of that stuff. And so I totally get anybody who thinks that Volkanovski deserved the win. I don't even think I want to argue if you think he, that, that he did win. I don't have a problem with Islam getting his hand raised. But, I, but it was a little bit anticlimactic because of how the fight ended, the crowd going nuts, and Volk taking the risk. Like, Volk is the one who took the big swing here. He's the one who went up in weight. Um, and so it feels like the thing that would have been more fair that night would have been him getting his hand raised. Uh, but you know, that's the unfortunate thing about this sport. There are multiple ways to win rounds and I just hated the way that, that fourth round went because you knew that he had that one in his pocket. I thought that he was going into that final round with the lead and I hated it because I was like, all right, but he didn't do anything folk was basically like, all right, we're here. I'm punching you in the back of the head. The crowd's booing. you. What are we doing?
0: How much do you think our minds are swayed though? Because the odds makers told us that Volkanovski was going to get his ass kicked. It was so one-sided. that The fact that that didn't happen, we're like, oh, well, he won the fight. I've rewatched it now three times. And because sometimes I have to do that. Because I remember after the O'Malley-Yan fight, I had money on O'Malley. And I was like, I told everybody he won. I was yelling at everybody. And then I rewatched it a couple more times. Like, there's, there's no way he won. Um, I, did, I I didn't do that with this one. Rewatching watching it both times, I still think that Vol- Volkanovski ended up winning the fight. How much do you think, ultimately, in hindsight, we're judging it based on what we thought going in?
1: Definitely. It's honestly, you know, it's a funny thing. You you think about the rivalry with Max Holloway. I think we probably looked a lot of those first two fights the same way. is because Max was such a Absolutely. heavy fan favorite and so beloved. People don't like the way that Volkanovski won those fights and got his hand raised. And I think that's, I think those are similar. Like, it, you know, Volk's probably had it. Go the other way on him, and he's gotten the benefit of it because people look at Max. He's one of the most beloved fighters ever, and now the shoes on the other foot. Like Volk is the guy who is the underdog and the guy that had, like you said, the the most memorable moments of that fight. And this isn't to shortchange Islam. I thought Islam, first of all, you know, he had fight, he had shots that dropped Volkanovsky. He had some big striking. Like I think one of the things that we learned is you know his striking is nothing to sneeze at, and maybe his grappling isn't quite Khabib. And maybe it's all and maybe all that's just uh, the fact that he was going up against a, a tough guy in volkanovski but i certainly think that when the underdog performs to that level how do you not have the mentality of i really want that guy to get the nod it's 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 just human nature
0: i can't believe the odds the live odds didn't change a little bit more if you bought the pay-per-view when you were watching. They throw up those live odds every round, and Volk just kept hanging around like a plus 250, and I thought he was winning rounds, and I thought you could tell pretty early on that he was not going to get dominated the same way that basically Islam's done with everybody, including Charles Oliveira, and once he got kind of out of those first couple of rounds and you knew it wasn't going to be that type of a fight, it was like, okay, now once I get into the deep waters, I think that that's when we thought Volkanovski actually had a chance. You know what he deals does still have, though? He's still the pound-for-pound king. Right? He's still the number one pound for pound fighter. And after thinking about it, it kind of makes sense. So he moved up a weight class, right? He was fighting a guy that was much bigger than him. He lost a fight that was razor thin. At least this conversation tells me that you could argue the fight both ways. I don't have a problem with this. I'm winning it. Again, I've watched it a few times out of gave it to Volk. Doesn't that tell us that if it was that close of a fight and the smaller guy won? that he probably should still stay at pound for pound, I
1: guess based on the spirit of what pound for pound is. Yeah, I don't have a big problem with it. I, I think that the fight was so close and it's almost like, you know, if you're, you know, a team that goes out on uh, on the road to face Alabama and you lose by a field goal, should you really drop in the rankings that much? Like, no, you should probably keep your standing. Um, And yeah, I move I up a little bit actually. Maybe even move up. Yeah, it's it, it, there's no shame in what happened, to Alexander Volkanovsky, and he is the guy that was making the change. I think if the shoe was on the other foot, uh, and Islam were to go down, and and he were to be that close to losing, I don't think that he should go down. Um, you know, I've seen some people be upset about it. Like I saw, I think Mike Bond from MMA Junkie's like, well, what's the point? Like if you can't jump ratings by beating the actual guy. I, I hear you on that, but I think that this is such a, a crazy circumstance. This isn't like a, a head-to-head matchup of two welterweights who are both in the pound-for-pound Sala, like Leon and, and Kamaru Usman. This is a guy who who did have to go up 10 pounds to to take this matchup and now is going to go back down and, and it seems like he's got his hands full with the hell of a title defense because of how good Yair was.
0: By the way, I should probably mention, since this is you know a fight show and we talk a lot of mixed martial arts, there's a UFC fight going on as we speak, or about to, the walkouts are happening right now, between Jim Miller, who's made more walks in the promotion than, well, anybody, and Alexander Hernandez. So we'll keep you updated on what goes down with this Jim Miller versus Alexander Hernandez fight. If you're curious, I've got Jim Miller by submission, the same thing he did against Cowboy Cerrone. Let's get back to that. rising
1: uh, surprising, surprising dog too. I, I don't really understand Jim being a dog here. You know, Alexander, it's younger, I guess that's just, like, that's it, but, but Miller's been rolling, and Alexander Hernandez is coming up from featherweight, where he just got knocked out, Jake, who's, who's being uh, all, uh, all all snooty in the chat, like, I get it, he's a talented guy, and he's versatile, but, like, that always makes me nervous, like, you just went down a weight class, and you got knocked out, you got stopped, and now you're coming back up, like, I don't know, that's usually, that's that's usually a tough sign for me.
0: I'm going to be upset if he gets knocked out because I was thinking about, I'm with you. Jim, this should have been a pick fight. Jim Miller's been winning fights. Yeah, he's old. Alexander Hernandez, I'm not sure that he still has a chin. So maybe I'll regret taking him to get subbed and he ends up getting knocked out. But I'm with you guys. I think Jim Miller ends up winning this fight. Well, I say you guys, our producer Jake, I don't know what he's on tonight, but he thinks Alexander Hernandez wins his fight by knockout. I do not see that happening. Real quick, let's get back to that Islam thing. So... I think we know what's next for Volkanovski. He moves down back to his original weight class. He, I guess, tries to uh, get that belt back. You know, I'm not sure that he never lost the belt, but ultimately, Yair beat Josh Emmett in the co-main event, so we're going to see Yair, it looks like, versus Volkanovski. What's next, though, you think, for Islam? Do you think he takes a little bit of time off and sees what happens with Faziv and Gaethje? Do you think he maybe... Sees what happens with Charles Oliveira. And here's an outside one, and just shoot me down if you think this is ridiculous. What if Connor wins? Is there any way that we could see Connor figure out a way to fight Islam, obviously being Khabib's protege?
1: You want to talk about a lot of pay per view buys. So the mic is yours. What's next for Islam? It, it's still a bit of a question mark. Um, I, I think that, you know, we definitely could see Dustin Poirier back in there. I mean, he lost to Khabib and. You know, I don't know how much you love that match. Usually if this guy has a big grappling advantage, that's that's kind of the kryptonite of Dustin Poirier. But maybe he sees what just happened and has that experience against taking on Nurmagomedov and and could give up a good fight. I mean, Dustin's always, I think, quality enough to walk in there and have a chance. And it would be kind of messed up if Dustin Poirier, who has two wins over Conor McGregor, doesn't get in there after just beating Michael Chandler. And Connor, if he were to beat Michael Chandler, gets in there. It's also kind of messed up that Michael Chandler would be able to Walk in there after beating Connor and and get a shot against uh, Islam. I, Benil Darush is still a thing. I mean, like he is. Uh, I'm sure he's got to watch that performance. And I, I think that's the interesting thing is everybody just saw Volkanovsky go in there and I think make Islam and his grappling especially look human. So does the feeling of everybody else in that weight class who are true lightweights feel like oh this guy's beatable? Yeah, he looked like a monster against Charles Oliveira, but you know, maybe that was his best performance. I think now, you know, he, people are going to start thinking of themselves that they can get in there and, and seriously do damage against him. After he was very, very avoided for a, a lot of the uh, the rise to his championship, but I got to think that uh, I, I got to think that you know Dustin is always going to be in the game there. But I don't really know what the matchup there is for him right now. And we also don't know where, what weight class Connor and Chandler is. So Jake's tell us Benil, and Oliveira's is in the works if. Whoever wins that fight, I, I could say that's 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 a pretty that's for sure a number one contender if Benil wins. I know that Charles got dealt with pretty easily, but I, I would say Den- Benil and Dustin are, are your two lead guys there.
0: First of all, with this line jumping thing, Brendan, BT. Hmm? Michael Chandler was in place, had a weird set of circumstances worked out to fight for a championship belt before he ever fought in the UFC. It would have been his very first fight. And second of all, I've heard you say many times, That if Jorge Masvidal goes out there and takes care of Gilbert Burns, then maybe he gets a shot at Leon because of their history. You really think? I mean, now you got a problem with line jumping.
1: I don't have a problem, but if I was Dustin Poirier, it's the game. That's the game. The game. Of course, but that's the game. If it it happens, I'm not going to be like outraged. You know, that's 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 the tough part. Like, I'm sure I'm sure Dustin probably would have looked back and said, "Why couldn't we have just made back in the day me versus Connor for the vacant belt? Why did I have to fight?" him choose the belt or him um but it is what it is that's what they ended up choosing to do so it's not like Dustin Poirier is not used to getting uh having to do the whole special Conor McGregor dance he's been there done that before but I mean it's the exact same opponent like that's the thing that's crazy about it
0: Jim Miller in the octagon right now with Alexander Hernandez we'll keep you updated on that you've also got Jamal Pogue on this card taking on uh josh parisian jordan wright versus zach pauga and then the main event aaron blanchfield versus jessica Andraj. there's also a bunch of other stuff going on in our world the world of fighting so we've got all the news and notes including some john jones stuff that's right john jones back in now just a couple of weeks we talk about it right here you're locked into the BetQL network <laughs>